Yo, what up, bitch? Bitch! Just want y'all motherfuckers to know that you are hanging with the illest, the trillest, the flyest, the livest, Mr. Don Dada, Didi the Diminisher, Mr. Bada Binger, Mr. Loshi, motherfucker, and I'm representing the motherfucking gifted crew, bitch! Now I'm talking about, yeah! combination right there to be black and making it you're doing good you're doing good because you could be black and not making it or you could be making it and not black it's like overcoming all the odds right now yeah ladies and gentlemen this is a very special very unique morning episode yes you know what i'm saying early unique very unique first morning episode huh Classes well, every episode comes out in the morning. We usually okay. Well, yeah, re- recorded episode. morning recorded. See, I, I I didn't think that part through. Yeah, very morning. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, I really like that you said we could, you know what I'm saying? Anytime. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to, about to do a smooth. 4 17 a.m. recording one day. Hey, that's gonna be nice too. <laughs> that before five o'clock show. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now you, now you as a parent might, you know, <laughs> it might try. That. It might well, try. I mean, if you you would think you would think that it may throw throw things off, but that's only if I have something scheduled around that time. But ultimately. Yeah, I mean, you can we can have them on a schedule, or you can put your child on a schedule. But right. the sporadicness of infantry, I'm noticing, is really not as bad as people make it seem. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm I think I'm doing okay. You know, I'm not doing the best, and it's not much I as a father besides just kind of be there right now. Yeah, and then then again. Then again, I might say five AM recording, and 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 Onyx might just wake you up at four twenty AM. Exactly, and now Onyx is on the show as well. So, you know, it shit. He are he getting it in early too. <laughs> Pop up in this bitch, you feeding him a bottle. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm right on time. Right on yes. time. Yes, yes, ladies, yes, ladies and gentlemen. This is an episode of Hanging with the Crew. Um. This episode will probably 
I'm probably gonna do back to back days. Probably put it out Sunday morning. Back to back. Back to back days. Monday is uh, if people that are listening to this uh, also listen to uh, my dog Larry Youngin and Winston and uh, Nelson's podcast. Show your work. They are doing a they are doing a bracket since it is March, and their bracket is rap groups. So oh, that's nice. That's nice. What they're doing is they're breaking each rap group rap groups into regions. So rap groups into regions, you know, East Coast, West Coast. Midwest, when is South. when is this happening? This is all month. Well, this well, all month? He, huh? It's all month. It's all this month. is all month. Yeah, I'll send you the uh, links to the podcast and stuff like that. But most definitely. Uh, but Monday, Monday on this podcast, me, Larry, and some other Southern gentlemen. Uh, so so it's not a round. So we're not. They're not doing a round of sixty-four. So it's been broken down into four, four regions, eight groups. So, so this Monday, well, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, uh, we break down the eight southern groups that made the brackets on the southern region. So there are eight southern rap groups that made the March Madness bracket. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we and it was and it was it was an hour and a half worth of argument about okay what groups made it. But I will say this: we 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 listed every sub, and here's here's the criteria for the groups. First of all, first of all, hold on. Before we even get to the criteria, let me see if I know, quote unquote, what people would think are the eight southern hip hop groups to make the round of sixty four March Madness list. What well, I'm what? thinking, I'm thinking, of course, Outkast, UGK. Uh huh. I don't know if Big Timers would be on the list. Big Timers count. They count. Big Timers counts, but I don't know if they're on that list, that specific list. Because that specific list is really exactly Yin Yang, Outcast, Yes, Field Mob. You got um you damn near gotta say the you gotta say the East Side Boys. The East Side Boys Lil John and Eastside Boys have to be in the top eight. Ghetto boys damn near have to too. Well, what, what you got? See, and if you put if you put a ball and MJG though, you damn near have to put everybody that was with them, like because you can really say Dungeon Family rather than Outcast. No, that's a collective that we broke. It, that's we broke a collective it. and not a group. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, because if that's the case, you got to put in cash money. Yeah. But here, here are the criteria. What we're, what we're, uh, we're basing the bracket off. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Right. Right. What we're what we're basing the bracket off of is what they did as a group. We're not factoring in the solo projects that branched off of the group, just the group. So, prime, yeah. so prime example, if we're if in the East Coast bracket, yeah. we're talking about Wu Tang. We're talking about the Wu Tang album. Not True, me. you're not talking about you're not talking about Takao, you're not talking about Iron Man, you're not talking about any individual projects, you're yes, talking about yes, a group. If we talking about the hot boys, we're not talking yes, about yes, Wayne y'all. or Juicy, we're not talking about Wayne or Juvie's solo career. We're talking about No, you're talking about high boys. We're talking about Gorilla Warfare and get it how you live. 
and let it burn. Those three. So with that criteria, it gets a little tough to see who's actually better. You get what I'm saying? It gets a little tough. As a group, as a duo. Because if you, like I was like I was telling, like me and Larry talked about, I was like, if you put Wu-Tang against Bone Thugs with just what they've done as a group, that's not as... That's you, not don't as put Wu, you don't put Wu-Tang against well, I'm Bone saying, Thugs. I'm saying if, if, you know what I'm saying, in a bracket sense, if you put them against each other, it's not as far apart as you think if you just talk about the... No, oh, just... No, it's not, honestly. Yeah. I know that much. You got what? They, I don't know many. I actually don't know any Bone Thugs albums. I know you got Inner 36 Chambers for sure with the Wu Tang. 36 Chambers. You got. Uh, and what? They got three? They got three, three albums? Three. Well, I mean, they got like four or five in the group. We really only count three. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Because they got three albums where everybody in Wu Tang is actually on yeah. the album. Yeah, because if, because if we add in solo projects, then it, then it's just is is it's like one of one of one to three groups. Period. True that. And, and does Method Man and Red Man count as a group? They only have one album. A duo. They only did one album. One oh, one or two. Well, they they will be in the East Coast in the East Coast bracket, but when they but here's the thing. Here's the thing. We chose the eight, but then. We're for the in the summer, we chose the eight. You know what I'm saying? I want you to listen to the episode, and the next time you come on, I want your opinion on the eight that we had it on now. But we have an NIT bracket of the honor the, the the southern groups that did not make the eight. Not, so the, NIT, not the NIT bracket. Can I get one group? Tell me one group, please. One group in I, I'll give you I'll give you one group in the main bracket and one group in the NIT. Because I don't want to argue, but I ain't had no goddamn coffee this morning. And you talking about an NIT bracket for, for groups. I need one. I need one. I'm, I'm, I'm not going. You, you on your way. You know, I handle some business. I'm not going. I'm not going to like, break your Do spirit. it. Do it. All right. You want me to break your spirits? Just give me one. <laughs> I'm going to one. One group in the main bracket is the high boys. Is the high boys? Yes, one group. In one the group in the main bracket is the high boys. High okay, boys. that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Now, I need one group in the NIT bracket. I need so I need to I need to hear one. I can't believe I can't believe I'm about the business to you. One group, and I tried. I promise you, I tried. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Group in the NIT bracket is the Ghetto Boys. That's fair. That's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. Ooh, it's hard, but it's fair. It's fair. Yes, the Ghetto Boys are most definitely a pivotal, a pivotal group so far as hip hop is concerned. But they are really just regional. They're just southern. They really, they really did not for real. For real, they really didn't break. They didn't break the barriers exactly. They didn't break the barriers how I would have liked to see them break the barriers. You know what I mean? But just even recently, we're watching... Uh, I told you, I don't know if we just discussed it. I haven't watched the video yet, but we know they got Scarface to come back to do the hip-hop anniversary. They did not call Willie D. And Scarface did not not go. You know what I'm saying? Or, or they didn't call anybody. Well, to my knowledge, they didn't call anybody. I can do more research on it, but they just had Scarface on stage. They didn't have the Ghetto Boys on stage. 
And it's not to say that the Ghetto Boys aren't who they are, because they are who we thought they are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They are who we thought they were. They right. ultimately, they ultimately, they get is they get just as much respect as as Shock G. Wow, you you might, and that's you, not and that's not to say that Shock G isn't this grandmaster thing, or you know what I'm saying? Who is that? Uh, Digital Underground, yeah. because Digital Underground not gonna be on the list. But, but we don't have a lot of things that we have. You're right. You say what? I said, yeah, you're right. You're right. Digital Underground will be in the West Coast groups, but they might not make that eight. Because it's the West Coast. Yes, but you can't you can't take away you cannot take away who they are and what they did. Right, 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 right. Because I was like, because I was like off of I was like I was arguing on behalf of Ghetto Boys off of Brad Jordan alone. Like just Brad Jordan's See, yeah, that's not what that's not what that is. And then now that you're thinking about it, Brad Jordan did write Bushwick Bills versus. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's not like they were a super yeah. collective people who was rapping. Then on top of that, then on to top me, of that, to me in hip hop, that's a cardinal sin. Just in hip hop, specifically in hip hop, because it's such a, it's such a, 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 a heliocentric like type of art. You know what I'm saying? If you're rapping, you're rapping about yourself for the most part. Mm-hmm. You can sing to other people, but that's a cardinal sin in hip hop and rap. Like somebody, you rapping. Lyrics that somebody else wrote—it's not that doesn't put you anywhere on the list. Yeah, into, the, into the mainstream, like Ghetto Boys is really just mind playing tricks on me, and damn it feels good to be. Really, it's really, the mainstream is those two songs. Yeah. It's those two songs. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I was just like, I was like, I was like, man, they are like, it's there. I was like, my thing was like, they are. They are prototypically the the first Southern rap group. Oh, okay, yeah. Damn, yeah. I, it, that, y'all really got y'all really got me think about some stuff. Cause now I'm 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 going like even to like all right. So is Daz and Corrupt on the list? On the West Coast, you got is yes. the West Coast list. That's like when that happened. Like it's the West Coast list, and I'm not arguing. Like, see, I'm I only did the Southern part. I don't know who's I, I get I get what you're saying, but I'm just talking to you. I'm just talking to you. As far as all time, yeah, that I mean, cause like, cause I'm a uh I'm gonna give you some I'm gonna give you group names that we had argued about. I'm not gonna tell you whether they're on the list or not, whether what, what list they are, but group name groups we argued about. We 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 argued about and you understand what I'm saying is me, Larry, and uh his his homie from Memphis Youngin. We had to uh, we had to plead the case for Boosie and Wade because they have two albums. But Boosie and Wade is not a group. You don't plead it. You don't yes, plead the case yet. I understand arguing. I understand arguing it. Oh my fucking god! Boosie and Wade are not a duo. They are a duo. Boosie and Wade are just as much a duo as Drake and Future. Uh, no, no, exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Boosie and Webby are two individuals that just so happen to collaborate on an album or two. They are not a group. Trill fam is straight up Webby. We we use no no no. We use 
We use Boost. We didn't do Trill Entertainment. We just did Boosie and Webby. Those two. Those two projects. They are not a group. Y'all wrong for that. Y'all wrong for that. Y'all, y'all, yes, yes. You don't do Boosie and Webby like that. Talk about they no fucking group. They are. They would not agree. I'm not they publicist. I'm not they publicist or no shit like that. But they would not agree. Nigga, 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 up until Boosie went to jail for real, for real, those niggas were intertwined with each other for like a decade. Solo, I mean, like, like, they're basically like, fam, they, nigga. Is, is Boosie not on Busy Body, huh? Now, who is that? Mouse or that other dude? And Webby can be a group. Who, Mouse? The dude that be, uh, yeah, like, she cooked. She clean. I'ma smell like an onion ring. That dude. They don't have. I don't think Webby and Mouse have projects together. They don't matter if they, but they a group. The songs they got, the songs they got. Another little along with the Ghetto Boys. Another conversation we had was two live crew. Two live crew is a group. You know what I'm saying? Two live crew is a group from the south. Two live crew is a group. Two live crew. Two live crew is on the list. Two live crew is in the top eight. Two live crew, damn near does not. They 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 almost get a pass right to the final four. Damn near. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. they, so far as the so far as hip hop and music and the culture is concerned, they're in the elite eight for sure. Period. No question. Like that's just that's just. You know I had to, you know I had to argue for the you know I had to go go to bat for the pimp and the bun. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Pimping pimp and bun, pimping bun are in the elite eight. Yeah, who yeah. trying to say that they who tra- no, 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 Okay, no, no, no. people need to realize people need to realize that first of all, hip hop is American thing. Regionally, it's really only if you from Texas, Florida, that's my son, Onyx. He's on the show. Say good morning, Onyx. Say good morning. He's up. South got something to say. Okay, so he feels, I think he feels the same way. Like, you know what I'm saying? It should not be this difficult for us to come together and understand that UGK is and forever will be an elite Southern hip hop duo. Period. Period. If people like people are really drawn back by the oversaturation that we've had from music, but that's like saying that's like saying we're gonna have this conversation regionally and consider Travis Porter a important part of music. They were. They are a group. Exactly. They are a group. However, it's like I. I'm not even, I mentioned him for this reason. It's no reason for us to really even be conversing about Travis Porter so far as hip-hop and rap is concerned. We can talk about a year or two, a time span, but not the whole culture itself. Right, right. So that's why That's why my favorite bracket is going to be my NIT bracket. My favorite bracket is going to be the NIT bracket. And my number one favorite is going to be the Midwest brackets because I don't really know many Midwest groups. I know do or die. Do or die. Ball for a That's it. Really? Who else they got? Like Lil Bibi, Lil Bibi and G Herbo. They don't got no albums together. So. Lil Bibi and G Herbo. First of all, I'm not listening to nobody. 
They call themselves Lil Bibby. Like they not yeah, yeah. honorable mention. They're like the next level honorable mention. Because I was thinking about like Grand Hustle, like Grand Hustle. Whoever's in Grand Hustle. Yeah, we we consider PSC. We consider Pimp Squad Click. Who the fuck is Pimp Squad Click? That was the uh, Ti before Grand Hustle. It was Ti's first. It was like Ti's group, and like it was Ti, Young Dro, Big Country King, and a bunch of other niggas. They got one. And they were a group. Yeah, they got one out. So it was like. That's the album with Shoulder Lean on it. No, 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 no. That's Shoulder Lean. That's the album with Shoulder Nah, but nah, it was very, it was a very heated discussion. I, I, I was a little stressed out afterwards because I was just like, we can't do Brad Jordan like this, not like this. There's a lot of, there's a lot of what people would consider slander when it comes to talking about hip hop. <laughs> I started giving you the um that's the that's the beginning of one of them Cohen Brothers movies. You know, it's a lot of slander when it comes to talking about hip hop. And nowadays these people just don't understand. <laughs> Here's the thing though, for real. We have these conversations and don't even mention KRS one. So it's not a real conversation. We have these conversations and try to make Pimp C obsolete. So it's not a conversation. We have these conversations and forget that Nas is Nas. So it's not a conversation. Like a lot of times, like people that have opinions about the grand scheme of music, so far as hip hop is concerned, really don't know too much of anything. You know what I'm saying? They, they, don't, they don't know who Africa Bombada is. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't they don't they don't know how important those but they don't know how important those people are to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real. They don't talk we don't talk about the Kumo D's. We don't talk about the heavy D's. We don't. And that's and it's it's mad disrespect. It's really mad disrespect. I would love a uh, uh, not a biopic, but like a bio series. On, on heavy D, yes, heavy, hell yeah. Connected to so much in the late eighties and the nineties. Heavy D was so. I don't even. I haven't even heard Heavy D's. I, I've only really seen him, but right. I know for a fact he was such a. He was he was the opposite of Wesley Snipes at the time. Mm-hmm. We had Wesley Snipes, a martial art kick, and and, and I'm, I'll do want to hear what you have to say. A martial art, dark skinned kick ass black dude. Then you had his big. Light skinned guy who's a teddy bear, just as much as a fucking sex symbol. If he wasn't the son of a rapper already, O'Shea Jackson Jr. could play heavy D in the bias. 
Well, you might, you might, you might be on to something. Exactly, he and he's O'Shea. already, and he already done his spot. O'Shea Jackson. <laughs> yeah, he was an Ice Cube son. He he'd be able to play, but and because of that, because of that, he immediately be like hell no. Nah. Like, like if they came to him with that, he'd be like hell no. Nah. And he'd like yeah. the next, he'd be like, Pop, you know what they tried to get me to do? What tried to get me to play heavy D? What? And Ice Cube be like, nigga. <laughs> and but it's not like a slight. It's not a slight. Ice Cube be like, nigga, you already played me. You know what I mean? To play Basically, yeah, yeah. you can't just you can't just be playing all the rappers. Yeah, but it's like nah, like you know what I'm saying. Yesterday marked a very special day. Uh, De La Soul's full catalog is on streaming services now. For those who don't know about De La Soul, the reason why you don't really know about De La Soul is because De La Soul was the first victim of the new sample rules in hip hop once they were invented. So what happened? Was, Explain. Yeah, what happened was, uh, what happened was they broke out the new sample rules, and you know, a lawsuit went down heavily on Tommy Boy Records, and you know, what I'm saying it, it, as great as De La. Daylight is an all-time hip-hop group. Are we talking about the song Me, Myself, and I? Me, Myself, and I and other samples. But okay. because, of that, because of that big-ass song, big-ass song, it, it took away the reach, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the global reach, global marketing. I'm not saying Daylight Soul didn't get global reach on their own, but the global, global marketing reach of young kids who De La Soul are right. yes, true. Three, 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 three. All of them. I was really excited for them as a whole collective to just to celebrate the all 2023. If, if, not, if not one last, if not one time, I'm okay. Okay, but what, okay, what, what else was it on? And then what happened? But why did they do that? So I'm asking you too many questions. But you want to be a part of the conversation. Well, I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, and that's and that's yeah, it. And then I'll start moving once you let me know that you're on the way. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you for your input. You, can, you want to be on the show for the rest of the show? But ultimately, man, it's a lot of things that 
so far as Huh? I can't hear you. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes, Really, three. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, and I like and I like the rap groups instead of rappers because when you just do rappers, it's not, it's, it's too many of them. See, the East Coast bracket is gonna be the craziest because it's like seven, it's like eighty-five rap groups from the East Coast. See, but they don't all eighty-five aren't important though. Yeah. We all know that. We all know that all eighty-five West Coast or East Coast rap groups. It don't matter. It don't matter. Our two prominent, my, the great thing about our two prominent rap groups from Texas, Ghetto Boys and UGK, is they were necessary to hip hop. Yes. I guess I'm, I'm forever grateful for that. Because if we really get into a conversation about who was necessary to hip hop, no. a lot of niggas are going to be very, very angry. Very angry. Uh... Uh, like, so many people. So many people. I'm first of all, people, people gonna be angry and confused. Yeah, I'm, and I'm not talking about pioneers. I'm talking about who was really needed. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop. Like, cause I could, cause um, because whether you, because whether you like him or not, I could give you thorough analysis as why, as to why Nelly was needed in this culture. Oh, oh, you, I don't want to hear you. You say Nelly was needed in the culture? Yes, needed. Nelly was needed, or the fashion that they brought to hip hop was needed? No, Nelly was needed because Nelly was needed in 19, Nelly was needed at the top of 2000 because you had Ja Rule, you had, you had. You had a, you had a, you had a group of, you had a group mm. of New York rappers selling a it lot of. You had a white. Sound like it sound like Dipset. Yeah, well, I'm talking about Ja Rule, Jay Z, not like Ja Rule, Jay Z, DMX selling crazy amounts of records. You had okay. uh, you had that white boy from Detroit selling more records than them, and you needed you needed a. Uh, I mean, I know you. I know you're not trying to say that Nelly Hill Southern Hip Hop on his back. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen what I'm saying. I know you're not you, trying to say that. You needed no. Well, Nelly's from the Midwest. Nelly's from the Midwest, but you needed so. the sound of the sounds Nelly was producing along with the the debut of Ludacris. So it sounds like you really just saying we needed Jermaine Dupree. We we always need Jermaine Dupree. Okay, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. You really just saying so. Big shout out to we Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> no, for real, for real though. Jermaine Dupree is very important. We always need Jermaine Dupree. I, I will never 
get mad at Jermaine Dupree saying, no, 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 no. From I, I, them, them, them usher records, like when he said, the records, I wrote. Like, like you want I wrote that. Like I, him saying, like I touched these keys, I wrote this song, all of this, yeah, 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 all of that. Always be my baby. I made that shit. Like it's yeah. Yeah, like you need. Sí, to voy a ver la Katie, a ver qué tal está, pero. Wait, no, Jermaine Dupree is always be my baby. Yeah, Mariah No, we could have went without. We could have went without him. No, 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 and we linger on. Hey, that song is really like stalkerish though, because she does say some oh, like the song literally starts to linger on about the third time she says, "And we'll linger on." It's crazy. like if really, okay. If you really break that, like that's like that song is like the female version of niggas saying like I can always fuck my baby mama. Oh wow, <laughs> that's like the female version of that. Yeah, you know I get it though. Cause you gonna always be my baby. She didn't say yeah, nothing about. Listen, listen she didn't say the nothing about them actually being together. It's real. It's real like. Stalkery. The first two lines in the hook is "You'll always be a part of me, and yes. I'm part of you indefinitely." Indefinitely. That's what you know. You could never shake me, cause you will <laughs> always be said, my baby. Do 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 no. no matter what you do. <laughs> Could we have done without Mariah Carey in R and B? Absolutely not. That's you a, say no. That's an absolute. I'm. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you my reason why I agree with that, and I only have one reason, and it's a very valid reason why I agree with that. Without Mariah Carey, we would not have the most popular scene in one of the most popular movies ever. We wouldn't have that rush hour scene where Lashishani. <laughs> Oh, and before she had got, yes, yes, <laughs> we would not have that sir. Maybe we wouldn't have that. So thankfully to her, we need. other than that, other than that, if it wasn't for Sue Young, Mariah Carey could, she could have been, she could be not a thing. Somebody that talented vocally will always be necessary. Yeah, I get it. Cause you all, cause you always, yeah, she mixed, but she black. Um, cause you always, because talent, you, cause at some point, every every decade, you gotta, ta- you you have to have somebody that just talent wise, just like, oh, oh, she's a step above all these bitches. They just these other these other these other girls, they just outside of like of the very few. These Man, she ain't. I'm gonna tell you why I really don't care for Mariah Carey. Okay, because she's like, she's one of those holiday. I don't know how she did it. Like, I'm not knocking her for what she does. Like, I'm. You know, all she I was makes. You was an original song. Yes. Did you know people yes. for so long thought that song was a remake? No, that's her song. Yeah, people people thought like she re- that like people thought that song like came out in the fifties, and she just no hell it. no everything oh, everything man. about that song is original. Yeah, but his, nah, his nah, she, nah. she's like she's like Nat King Cole, I'm but sure. I don't like I don't like that she's like Nat King Cole because she 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 is a pivotal 
African American star, whatever you want to call her, she's pivotal. You only you you know for you cannot hear Mariah Carey all fucking year, but you know you're gonna hear around Christmas for she damn makes, sure. She made like sixty million a year. You know what I'm saying? She doing that whole like Josh Groban shit. Like, when when last time Josh Groban dropped the album? I don't fucking know. But here we are talking about Josh Groban. Why? Because every fucking Christmas, I'm gonna hear Josh Groban or see him for goddamn sure. Now and that that kind of longevity and to only be seen. Think about that. To only be seen once or twice a year, and survive and live. In this society, day to day, they doing something very great. It's just kind of like, ooh. Here's another. Here's another fun thing. Mariah Carey, as of recent, has like one of her songs become a TikTok sensation, and it's not on her uh, what people consider her greatest albums. It's on. It's, an album, it's on. It's, it's on an album from like 2009. Like, I think I. What's I don't I I haven't been on TikTok. But what song is it? It's called It's a Rap. And like in the hook, it's, it's, it's called It's a rap. rap. I've never heard that one. It's a hook, but the hook goes, It's a rap for you, baby. And that, that little section gets a lot of play. Like, so they made TikToks. Oh, wow. I thought you would have said like obsessed or something. No. You know what I'm no, saying? No, like no, when no, she no, did no. that song. No, no, no. That song was a hit. Shout out to Gucci Man on the ring. You uh, said what? Wait, you said the song was what? Huh? You said that what you said about Obsessed, I actually like Obsessed. Yeah, the Gucci Man is on the remix of Obsessed. Oh, I did not know Gucci Man was on the remix of oh, Obsessed. I didn't know. Video for it. I didn't know Gucci Man and Mariah Carey had a song together. You know Mariah Carey okay. my nigga. Speaking of that, speaking of that, okay, in the in the conversation when it comes to verses, right? Niggas always go, uh, niggas always, niggas, niggas on the timeline will bring up Mary J versus Mariah, and niggas will always go, Mariah don't want that smoke. It should be Mariah, it should be like in a real, in a real context, it should be Mariah versus Whitney. Now, when niggas say that Mariah don't want none of Mary J Blige, the reason why niggas say that is because niggas do not care about Mariah Carey's discography pre. 95. So her first five years in the business, when she was basically uh, um, half-breed Adele, when, when Visions of Love and all those ballads and shit, niggas mm-hmm. basically in the verses, don't nobody want to hear them ballads. And I'm, like, and I'm telling those niggas, I'm like, you don't understand Mariah Carey's fans. Yes, there is the Beehive. Yes, there is the Navy. But the very first... Stand base is the lambs. Oh yes, the lambs, yes. nigga. And but see, it see the lambs are old. Like the lambs are like they have children. Some some of them are grandchildren. Oh, uh, lamb them lambs sound like goats now. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Them lambs that turn into yeah. other animals. The lambs is rams. <laughs> you know okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's the title of the episode. The lambs is rams. That's the yeah. But if the if if social media was around when the land was on Oh my gosh, glitter 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 should have never happened. 
nigga, nigga, the beehive, the beehive will, will concede that Beyonce's acting is not superior to the, okay, the music and her icon. The Lambs, though, the Lambs will kill you. Glitter is a good movie, my nigga. Glitter is. Yeah. I don't think I've ever even seen it. Just I can't say that I've seen it a hundred percent. Glitter should have never been made. Right. Right. Like, I know. Onyx is a part of the land. Onyx is most definitely a part of the land. He's saying he's just he's just he threw it in spin. And I did not bring his pacifier. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's so, yeah, I really don't like him having him, but I don't like him trying his lungs out either. Is he hungry? He just ate. He shouldn't just be hungry. Oh. He has he has grandmother that spoiled him, though. How's your, uh, how's your, uh, how's your mom like being a grandma? You on mute? I think she's taking to her will. Uh, I'm not completely sure. I haven't just asked her, you know what I mean? But I don't think she's like, oh, grandmother. Yeah. You got first grandchild? Huh? You got first grandchild? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Give me the baby. No. I'm not gonna yeah. give you the baby. Where am I going? Straight. All right. Hello. What kind of car are you looking at? Uh, not completely sure. Really, going to go meet him right now, and got to do something. You know, what I mean, just had to be real evasive on the road. I'll let you know when I see it, though. Man, is, the it, to, is the goal to leave with a vehicle or look at one? Uh, you know what? For like five minutes. You know what? I'm I'm not sure because it's not my goal, but I'm a part of it. So, no, it so I don't know. When has Creed came out yet? Have you seen it? Yes, I saw it yesterday morning. Yesterday afternoon. Yesterday afternoon. Is it good? What you think about it? It is. It is immaculate. You think it's immaculate? Immaculate. It is. It is. It is. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Said tells you like this: the Creed trilogy that does something that's very hard to do. And there's three movies. Three. All three movies are at least a B plus. Or at least a B+. okay. Or at least a B plus. I like. Now I'm gonna say it like this. Um, it it done, it did something that is kind of hard to do. It there's room to continue making more. Michael B. Jordan can spin off from Creed now. Now that even though Creed is a spin off from Rocky, Michael B. Jordan has set himself up 
to spin off from Creed. Hmm. So, I get what you're saying. Well, I'm saying so now. Now, if there's a, and they can definitely do a fourth, but hey, you gotta you gotta figure out a, a, a compelling story because usually now nah, they you know what I'm saying because if Rocky you know what I'm saying Rocky four. It, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like Rocky having four good movies is like that's that's a rarity in Hollywood. True, see, but see that at the time Rocky Rocky is really Rocky was one of those perfect time movies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like crazy Rocky. for up until I was like up until I was like probably like twenty one. I only really seen three and four. Rocky. Like, yeah, Rocky. I'd only really seen Club Lane and uh, Ivan Drago. I did not see the first two. So, I yes. watched the first two and I love the first two. Rocky, Rocky, if you really just think about it, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone, and if he really did sit down and write these movies, is a genius. He, oh, he, touched, did. he touched on just about everything that America was going through in all of those movies at the time. Mm-hmm. Also, I think I think the, the crazy thing, like, the funny thing about Rocky, right, is the, the reason why Rocky works is because in those movies, well, at least the first four, Rocky Balboa looks like an oaf like he doesn't look like a sex symbol. He looks like a wa- a wavering buffoon. You get what I'm saying? Rocky he looks. Like he a, looks like the character that he is. Yes, he's the everyday man. You really got to think about it. Like he looks like a Rocky. Rocky. It looked like Rocky looked like any nigga that you know that was working at the meat market. <laughs> any nigga that you know that had a baby mama. Any nigga that you know that done been through, you know what I'm saying, been through a little something in life. Uh, but yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Rocky was, it touched on, it touched on everything. So, yeah, most definitely movie. shout out to Michael B. Jordan for not only being able to to tackle such a task, because that's not a, it's it was like, it was right there for him, but it's yeah. not an easy thing to do. To play mm-hmm. off of any one of those characters is as, as a child, you know what I'm saying? Because he could have, somebody could have done a Drago spinoff, whether it's Drago's son. But he got to the probably one of the most important characters because you have I I, I don't even know that other song that other movie Brian song, right. uh, the football movie. Yeah. What is oh, it? Uh, yes. The movie that's about Gale Sayers and shit like that. Rocky. Yes, Rocky Two is where Creed is, right? Those movies are on the same level so far as the racial line is concerned. They right. blended it so beautifully, so well. It was and it wasn't there. They were men. They were people. Yes, and the thing about it is, and uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, a lot of you know commentary on it. Two things, two things I noticed about two things, two things I uh two two key points. Points that I seen. Well, one point that I seen was the star 
of the Rocky movies isn't Rocky. The first three movies, the, the key, the important piece of that movie is Apollo Creed. Yes, he because because after losing because even in three after losing to Clubber Lane, who gets Rocky back on his feet? Apollo Creed. That was his best friend. That's his best friend in Rocky Four. How does in Rocky Four? What happens to Apollo Creed? He dies in the ring. He is the pivotal part of the first four movies. It is a if it wasn't for if if it if it wasn't for Creed and that old guy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And uh, they were casted perfectly. Right. And then like uh then like the first creed, what I realized about the what the first creed did is something that's really crazy. The first creed position has positioned Apollo Creed as a hood legend. After seeing Creed, like nigga, they positioned Apollo Creed like he was Pee Wee Herman, Pee Wee, Pee Wee Kirkman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like he was uh like he was fr- like Frank Lucas. He, you gotta think about it. Yeah. Apollo Creed is literally the solar opposite of Rocky. You could Caleb, you could do bro, you could do a Apollo Creed bios a bio series yeah. leading up to pre pre like pre like <laughs> Rocky. Like you could go for you could do a 10 episode series on Apollo Creed in the 60s and the 70s. Before he met Rocky Balboa. Simply because he was he was an everyday man. Yes. Simply That's what's more important. You see the you see the man every day. You know, he's not he's not this far fetched thing. He's not he's not intangible. He's a they 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 make it he makes it tangible for you. Also, uh, also, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to spoil the movie, but I will say uh, one key element of the movie will probably be very influential in movies going forward. There is a there is a heavy use of sign language in the movie because the the actor who plays uh, in Creed three, the actor who plays their daughter. Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson's daughter is deaf. And the way that they use ASL in this movie is beautiful. It's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And going forward, going forward, I really hope that theater, you know, production studios look at this and be like, okay, we can, we can make this can, like I feel I really I would not be surprised if in 10 to 20 years um a film using sign language wins an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Like they use that very, very well in this movie. You know what I'm saying? I'm really, you know, I'm I seen it, you know what I'm saying, from beginning to end. I will say I I'll give it a I'll give it a, I, to me, I'll give it a, a as a theory experience. I rank all three. I rank. I do all three. Creed one as a theater experience was fire. Yeah, it was fire. I, I think I seen. I think I seen that movie in Marshall. 
if I'm not mistaken. I believe I seen that movie in Marshall when I was in high school, or if not, I seen it when I was at home. But I, I think I've seen it twice. And in the theater experience, it was, it was, I give it a seven point eight. Like as an at home experience, it's, it's like a, it's, it's kind of risen because you like as an at home experience, you kind of like that shit is that shit's incredible. That shit's incredible. It's like, it's replay value. It's incredible. Creed 1. Uh, Creed 2, the build-up for it was, um, the build-up for it was kind of like dampered by like, by like everybody's expectations of what was next after 1. Because after, because after 1, everybody was like, everybody was like, well, he got to fight Drago. They bring him back Drago's son. He gonna fight Drago's son. But the twist they did on it the twist they did on it, the exploration they went in Creed Two was great, was good, was good. You know what I'm saying? Was good, and I think people were kind of a little people were a little sour that Coogler didn't direct Creed Two. He only directed Creed One and shit like that. He read the Creed One, but you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like uh. You know what I'm saying? Caleb's phone overheated, but I'm about to round out the episode. You know the episode. Oh, shit. Oh. Well, oh, wait. Huh? What happened? I don't know. You said the phone overheated. I thought you could not back on. No, I'm back on. What are you oh, talking about? But no, what I'm saying, okay, I'm bringing out every. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you what really happened. You fucked up. You spoiled the movie. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. As an avid movie watcher, you don't give me no detail like that. If it ain't in the previews, that's too much of a detail. Now I'm going to go watch the movie just ready to read the subtitles from the sign language so I can learn something. I'm not even gonna be worried about the IMAX cameras with the boxing and the beads of sweat and none of that. I didn't even see it in IMAX. I didn't see it. it was amazing. It was amazing. All right, all right, all right, all right. I spoiled that little element. It's a little element. That's a good element. That's like one of them tearjerker elements, bro. You can't do that. All right, all right, all right. All right. Don't, fam, don't, 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 don't shoot me. Don't shoot me, bro. Like I, I was. <laughs> Take a nap and forget about it when you go. Sleep. All right, all right, all right. Postpone, like, like wait. Like I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold it too, too much against you. You know what I'm saying? But that's some, that's precious right there. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I hope when people see this in the future, we can, like I, I was like, nigga, I can. I was sitting there like, nigga, I can see a whole movie of this. So if it, so, you telling me if that was a movie about gang banging and they were just banging the whole time, just you know what I'm saying, throwing it up. And all of them niggas was deaf. Yo, yo, yo! That's something. That's something that I think about. I know I'm saying it jokingly, and it's not a joking matter. Like if you have a loved one that who's who's deaf or cannot speak, or sign language is the way that they communicate. That's more power to you and them so far as just keeping going day to day. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real. However, however, if um 
they do something with deaf people and gang banging, that'll be hilarious. It'll be that's, beautiful. That's it has to be in good taste. I'm actually writing something about it, and it's in, it's in very good taste. Actually, it's just kind of like first of all, where did it start? And then you know, you it's it's just a form of communication. Yeah, my, nothing more than that. My uh, my little my little sister has an older sister who's deaf. Like my little sister knows sign language. That's beautiful. No sign language on the background. She like gets like she will get she get jobs basically. Oh, story time! Now <laughs> I can do the I can do the letters. I, I know my alphabets, and I know I'm learning some of the digits. I worked at an Italian restaurant a while ago called Zio's, and I was a server there. Mm-hmm. And since I stayed the closest, I would close a lot of times because it wasn't far for me to be there and not be there. Mm-hmm. Every two weeks, just about every two or three weeks, this gentleman would come in with his sister. And he would come in right before closing time or they would come in right before closing time because he was deaf. However, he wanted to be the patriarch at dinner every time. That was his decision and his choice. He didn't want anybody to say anything. He didn't want anybody to ask for anything. And I promise you, every time he came in that restaurant and I was there, I was blessed to be the person that took the time out to actually learn to communicate with somebody in a manner that is the only way that they can. And they want to be as strong, excuse me, y'all. They want to be as strong as possible just because they're a fucking person still. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, he would, he, he showed me how to, you know what I'm saying? He would order his food in sign language, you know what I'm saying? So I had to learn water. I had to learn bread. And you would think like those kind of things don't mean anything, but water and bread are so important. Mm-hmm. And to to be able to, you know what I'm saying, just I don't know, y'all. It was just a beautiful thing. My bad. It's just like I've been there, you know what I'm saying? And from the outside looking in, people can say what they want to, but those people actually have like a very special place in my fucking heart, man. Because yeah. that shit it was every time, like I, the first time I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of, I, I kind of, not, I wasn't no complete asshole. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was cool, and it was a little difficult and daunting. But after that shit, it could nobody could, I wouldn't give a fuck. It wasn't, it wasn't about no tip. It wasn't about none of that shit, man. It was about just a genuine human fucking connection, y'all. Yeah, cause it, that shit, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that shit is beautiful, man. That shit, like I was, I was watching this shit, like, oh, this, this, I, I'm emotional. Look at me, I, I. I'm yeah, emotional. man. Emotional, you know. Michael B. Jordan took he took his time out to like, to like, to like learn this and like get this in full effect. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, this is, I, this is some, this, this is the type of shit that you'll never forget in the movie. You'll True never, that. You'll never forget in the movie. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's never been done before in the movie, but like people are gonna see this and like it's gonna it's gonna inspire them. How you know what I'm saying? Like how it's set up. Like it's 
you can be, you can really spend. I was like, I love that movie. They were like this, this thing. Then, then made it to where you could spin off the spinoff. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know how many? You know how many times in history you've been able to spin off the spinoff? Successfully, not many. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to like my homies in like a Discord. I was like, so we, so like, I was like, so, uh, so like, uh, I, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess in 2035, <laughs> hey, we, hey, man, hey, man. You do know, dude. You know. I'm going to wait till you see it before I say what I was going to say. I'm wait till you see True. Oh, oh, yo, so. Just to just to let you know, I uh I got it. I I don't know if it was a callback. I don't know if it was a. I don't know what it was. But a TV show that I went and audition for. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It's upstarting, but I I went and auditioned, and the gentleman who wrote and produced it, or who's writing and producing it, takes me. Back, like, hey, are you still interested? Hell yeah. Yes, is the answer. And also, I have a scholarship for the station theater improv classes that they have out here in Houston. Station theater is kind of like a acting school, I guess, for the most part, or a theater company. And they have a scholarship that they provide just about every year. And I apply for the scholarship. And I got the scholarship, and I start my classes on the twentieth of this month, and I am excited. That is that is a blessing. Yes, that's some good shit right there. I think so too, man. Man, that's some good shit right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been, you know what I'm saying? I've been praying for a breakthrough like that. I'm gonna get it though. Do it. I would tell you, I would tell you what's odd, man. Like, it's the it's the patient part. It's the being patient part. Like, I don't know if you ever heard this terminology, but like the microwave era. And we, you and I have the beautiful, beautiful blessing of being right in the middle of grandparents giving a fuck and not giving a fuck. And I think I, I, you know what I mean. Basically, like anybody really born what, you're 28, 29. Yes? Mm-hmm. What did you say? Ask that again? You're 28, 29? I'm 29. I'll be 30 in September. Yes. Anybody born three years after us, really? Three to four years after us? Grandma didn't cook food for them. So they don't know what patience is. Mm-hmm. They they want ramen. They want the fast food. Like, even at home, they want what, what my, things uh, fast. Well, like, two of my youngest cousins were born in 97 and 98. They were around my grandmother a lot. So, I mean... Yeah, but that's the cutoff. See, that's that's a blessing. That's, that's the a blessing. Yeah, that's like the cutoff. How I explain it is this: I was born in 1993, so when I was in eight, and I explain like this: when I was in eighth grade, the popular cell phone of the time in 2007 
was the Motorola. Wait, 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 wait. Damn, you already know what you're finna say now because you said Motorola. That's the goddamn Razor. Motorola Razor. Now, take somebody four years younger than me, born in 1997. Negro. Think about the Motorola Razor in 2007. The time, the time. I'm about to four, get to it. Three to four years is a long time and people listen, don't know listen, that. No, listen, listen. When they were 14 in 2011, the popular phone was the iPhone 4S. And the hottest app was face was Twitter, Facebook, and brand new app, Instagram. So if you think of me in 2007 and 14, and somebody in 2011 and 14, and they both have the popular phone of the time period, if you put those bitches side by side, that shit looks prehistoric. If you put a Motorola Razor next to an iPhone 4S, that shit looks like trigonometry. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you where you actually, if you really put them side by side and they're not on, and you're not using them, the razor, the original silver razor, next to the iPhone is actually not a bad looking phone. Right. Now functionality though, yeah, you kind of prehistoric because the now, razor has T nine. Here's another example I use. When I was 13 in 2006, I used a payphone to call my mother. To in 2006? In 2006. Were you in Port Arthur? Yes. And y'all still had like legitimate payphones? I don't know. I don't know if all the payphones were gone. At the entrance to the mall, there's a payphone in between the little sliding doors. The, the oh, glass. wow. There's a there's a little small there's two doors. You open it, there's like a little small hallway, and to the left at the end is a payphone. I went to see like Zathura or some shit. I don't know what movie. Oh my fucking gosh, not Zathura. I don't know what movie. Like the last the spinoff of the best game movie ever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like like the last Mimsy or some shit. I went to see the eighteen. Oh my gosh, and I called ass on the. On the payphone, I had quarters. Put used one quarter to call my mama on the payphone to come pick me up. That was in 2006. 2006 was 17 years ago. I remember 2006 fondly, vividly fondly. Now I'm saying that that that's the yeah the age difference is a four year age difference. Is especially in this day, it's crazy. Where it used to be, where it used to be like, like a nigga born in 1972 and a nigga born in 1976 basically lived the same life. Yeah, it's not the same for us. It's not yeah, the same yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even because, you, even you no, that's what I'm telling you. Being born in 90 and having a conversation with somebody in 93 from 90 and 93 is a major difference. It's like 89 and 90. You're not in this conversation. How you just gonna just get in the conversation? Can't up well nobody trying to hear you. Yeah. Don't nobody I'm even know you. my bad, y'all. It's a four eleven person in my vicinity now and they were born in eighty nine, so they just had to let it be known that there's glaring differences between somebody born in eighty nine and ninety. No, there's no there ain't no difference. 
but then they got, but then they funky though. So they, so they shouldn't have said the motherfucker. Right? But I ain't brushed my teeth today, so, so it's all right. Up, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, outside with hot breath. What's wrong with you? Man, I'm outside hot breath. You know what I'm saying? Got up, but hey, but I got up. I bet you, I bet you. Nobody got up this morning and put up a clothesline within a 10-mile vicinity besides me. I put up a clothesline this morning. I changed my son this morning. That is not... No, no, hold on, hold on. Let me finish, let me finish. I just went and checked on the car, and I'm doing a podcast. Right, yes. Ain't nobody in a 10-mile radius done more than me this morning besides anybody that's... Exactly. I I haven't been up that long and actually accomplished a lot of things or uh, accomplishing things as we speak. So don't be talking about me not brushing my teeth. It's okay that I didn't brush my teeth. You want to get a mint. Go get a mint or something. Please. I get I get some some mint. Hey speaking of I had this conversation with a loved one and we were talking about like if you had a store, right? Like what kind of snacks would you have and who would you tailor them to? I would not and I want to know what you think about it. And I want to know what you would do. I would not have winter fresh in my fucking store. <laughs> fucking hate it. You hate winter fresh? I fucking hate winter fresh. I winter fresh. I'm fucking like winter fresh double mint and big red. I just never like. I'm a, see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like, red, but that's a weird mix to not like. They, they just the basic gums. I never really like the basic gums. I like the tridents. Stride, okay, the you don't like Wrigley. That's what. Okay, no, but they all Wrigley though. Really, juicy fruit. I didn't never. I was never juicy fruit. I don't like. You know what I'm saying? I don't like candy flavored man. I need okay. fresh. That's what. That's what. When the fresh gets soft too fast, it get it gets it, it just gets too soft too fast. And don't give me no fucking double mint either. Just hand me some fucking spearmint. I take a stick of big red too, but ain't no winter fresh in my store. It gets soft too fast. That's what she said. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. <laughs> but nah, like I need, like I need fresh breath when I chew them. I don't need, I don't need my breath smelling like grapes. I don't <laughs> like grapes. Yes. Grapes don't stink. If your breath smell like grapes, you're doing good. That was a nigga. Jack the Ripper had them bitches' lips smelling like grapes after he killed him. That's a good thing. Your breath smelling like grapes. That's a lit. No, but I'm still laughing that you said you put up a clothesline. Because what's crazy, what's, cra- what's crazy is, cities, <laughs> what's crazy is, there are cities in America that still look like 2006. <laughs> yes. Like, like Bunky, Louisiana, that's, that's straight up 1994. <laughs> oh, they're still, they're still there as a community. They're yeah. saying 1994. I'm talking about yeah. my clothesline. I bet you, I bet you them clothes be dry. <laughs> Clean and dry. <laughs> they be not, they be dry. People Dude, I'm, te- I'm telling you, when I get back, I'm hanging them bitches on the line. And it's going to be a beautiful thing. I'm not going to feel no kind of way about it. <laughs> I'll never forget being a kid and just see people just hang their drawers on You've never used a clothesline? No, I no. Well, my mother, no. My grandmother, absolutely. 
Like my grandmother, my grandfather built like he bought like cement and built like pillars to like hang clothes. Like he built it in like the early eighties or some shit. Nice. And he built pillars to hang clothes, like to dry off and hang clothes on to get a clothesline and shit like that. Hmm. Like, like back then, like when you was in a like a house had to come with something to hang clothes. On. Yes. Yes, and all through high school and high school, the house we stayed in, if it rained outside, it rained inside. If the wind, if the wind blowed and the windows closed, you felt it. We had a washing machine with no dryer, so my clothes were always clean. And every Saturday morning, I would hang my clothes on the washing. I mean, on the line after washing. Enough to remember a dryer being a luxury. Dude, yes, and people don't understand how much a washing dryer, like, they should be customary. However, they're not, and it is most definitely a luxury. I also remember, a, like, having a, having the, the, I remember when the refrigerator-freezer combo became a thing. You know what I'm Oh, how you young, but, oh, you remember when the refrigerator-freezer combo was a thing? Yeah, when, so I, when, just, when it came out that you can buy a refrigerator, a, a combined refrigerator freezer. You done seen some big refrigerators in your life with one handle on them. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> the refrigerator. Who are you? Don't nobody remember that. That's like a nigga. That's, that's like a nigga saying. That's like a nigga saying. I remember when TVs got color. Like what the fuck? I I remember when. The bigger the TV was, because I can't, I when I can't hear you, I don't know if it's like really, really important. I, rem- I remember the big 65 inch TV with, with the fat ass, and yo, the- with the back on there, though. Now, I do remember that. I do remember the transitions between the sizes of televisions, with the sizes of oh, no, 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 no. I remember, I remember the tape. Rewinder, you know how you would have to rewind the your yes. your videotape. Yes, you could do it with the VCR, but they also made a standalone device. <laughs> they also made a standalone device. My great grandmother had one of them old. A standalone device. You put that tape in there and close it, and it rewinds it for you. Oh my god. Oh, I remember. I remember when I remember when the portable DVD player became popular. When you a portable DVD player? Yes, I do remember that. Portable. I remember that. Oh my goodness, dude, we had a great time. Like, I know it's weird. I don't think I'm gonna ever stop using wired headphones. Like, I do want to get Bluetooth headphones, and I love Bluetooth headphones. I don't think wired headphones are ever gonna just completely go out of style or be obsolete. So that means we'll always have the 3.5 millimeter audio jack, which I'm so thankful for to this day. Because without the 3.5 millimeter audio jack, I would not be doing what I'm doing right now, and I'm enjoying. Yes, I like. You know, you know what's about to you know what's crazy? This sounds crazy, but what's becoming? Um, I guess they just make clothes this way now. Was was gonna become obsolete? Was obsolete? Was kind of like rare to see is people iron. Dude, dude, no, I iron. I just yeah. had a conversation with Saida yesterday. 
Like, I, I, what? Think about, think about, think about how much time. Now, if I can take myself to cleaners, I will. However, <laughs> if I'm just at the house and I quote unquote looking for something to do, you got wrinkled clothes. I am them hoes, nigga. Like, I don't know what what they did with the fabric, but clothes don't really be getting wrinkled no more. <laughs> I mean, they have most definitely the what is it, the nylon that they put in it now. It's something that. Yeah. Everything is that dry fit shit. Yeah, it's yeah. I it's knew like, Hey, but it's funny that you talk about that that clothes on um motherfucking get wrinkled no more. I'm gonna tell you something. I knew the world was was going to hell very slowly when they start giving directions on socks. <laughs> when the dry fit <laughs> when the dry fit socks came out. And they had the L and R on there, mm. and you couldn't just look at them and tell which one was your left for your right and your L and your R. That's when I knew the world was the world was going. No, you, I'm gonna tell you. Something, I'm gonna tell you something even more crazy. Tell you something even more crazy. My freshman year at Wiley, um, my auntie on the way there used the navigation on her car. It wasn't Google Maps. It wasn't Apple Maps. It was just GPS. And it looked like the navigation, there was no screen. So she took navigations from like, like the radio. Like I would, I would look like, like, okay, okay. Like, you know how like. Oh, she got yeah. on star. Yeah. Yo, OnStar, I got a cousin. I got a cousin. I got a cousin to this day that still use her OnStar that that I know. And I had never seen it, honestly, when yeah. OnStar was popular. OnStar is a motherfucker. Nigga, that, uh... OnStar, that, OnStar, that, OnStar motherfucker. Nigga, those, nigga, those Pac-Man-ass directions that be doing Dude. visually, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what my auntie used to, like, for us to drive to Marshall. You gotta play ass auntie, man. Yeah, like we I didn't go on my phone and go to Google Maps and with all the streets and the pictures. No, 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 no. It was just it was like it was the little car going straight and in the corner it was like drive 80 miles. <laughs> yes. And I was like, yeah. And that was in 2012. Dude, hey. You don't realize, like, you don't realize, I realize it now. I'm like, I was like, I was only in the home center. I'm like, this is why I fight. This is why I fight. Yeah. This is why I fight. Yeah. Shit. I'm like, oh, I can argue. Nigga, if we had this one. Oh, it'd be. Dude, I'm going to tell you. If the internet then what it was, was now today, a lot of things would be different. But you want to know, you know, as much as we say that, you know what I'm saying, because we know we are in the age of information, but it's, I don't think the original, I don't think the age has ever changed because it's people right now that are, it's people right now that are functioning in the world gleefully, gratefully, and gracefully without any of the luxuries of life. We just, first of all, as Americans, we really fucking spoiled. Honestly, it's nowhere you can go right now and not have the internet, you know what I'm saying? And really and truly, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. 
I don't know. Like, I like, nigga, like, like in 2004, 2013, everybody had the same patch. If you had a smartphone, those two niggas who didn't have smartphones in 2012. Yeah. When I stepped on that campus and I had, I had full Wi Fi on the yard by Johnson Moon, by Dolby, at the Hyde Center. At the alumni gymnasium, at Pemberton, at Strickland, Linda Jackson. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, you had that. You they they got that coverage now. That's beautiful. Hey, yo, shout out, shout out to the school. Yesterday, I actually ran into an old classmate, a team member, uh, Tanrika Smith School School, of uh, one of the original members of the Melvin B. Tolson Denzel Washington forensic team at the illustrious Wiley College. And it was very nice to see this person. She's still working there. Well, she's working there now. She's still actively being there. Uh, so far as, um, what was it? I think she said the director of, like, the she's getting recruits, basically. But I just randomly saw her at Raising Canes yesterday. So shout out to Wiley. Shout out to Tenrico. You know what I'm talking about? Big up school, school nation. Hold it down. Nigga, technology really just got like thorough and fluid like seven years ago. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not fluid though. Technology is still not as fluid as you think it is. I'm going right. to tell you why. I got an Echo Dot. Sider has a TV, uh, like an Amazon TV. It's the Samsung, but it, it got Echo on it. So I could say something to the remote on the television and it'll respond on the speaker but if i say something to the speaker it has no connection to the television mm -hmm. yeah there's slow integration there is some integration in what is it what's the word that i'm looking for right now it's it's there is some seamless technology but it's not as seamless as you would think. Or we don't have access right now to the full seamlessness of technology. Mm. Yep. Well, I I think that's a I think this is a good spot to be. Got an hour and twenty. Hour twenty with future playing in the background. Yeah. Playing in the background with the baby crying. Baby's not crying no more. With Shout out to Masan Onyx on the show. Shout out to Sai on the show. You know what I'm talking about? With Sada telling us that she's basically 47 years old. Oh, Ron says you're basically 47 years old. He doesn't have to explain right now. All right. Um, also, shout out to me. Also, shout out to you being a new mom in your family. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she said shout out. Well, she's not a new mom. She's been a mom. She's a re not a refurbished mom. She's a refreshed mom. mom. She's a refreshed mom. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait, so so how far in so far how far in the age of uh, Onyx and her son? Every 23rd, Onyx makes a month. Every 12, 23rd, Onyx makes a year. Uh -huh. So how how so who how old, how old is his older sibling? His older sibling is seven. Oh, so, oh, that's a good, that's that's a good. That's a it's a good age. It's a very tender age. Like it's not too. She's not too young to be like no no sibling. And she's not too old to be like eh, I don't want to deal with this shit. She's like right there. Like 
it would be nice to have a sibling because all of her cousins, like damn near all of her cousins, except for maybe one or two, don't have siblings. So she's she was going through that like every weekend. Somebody would come and get her and pick her up because she's just always kind of the only kid. She's not the only kid anymore. All right. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a great morning. Yes, it has, and it's going to be a great day. I'm glad you suggested because you know, because you know, our minds are a little more fresh. True that. Hey, yo, they say creatively, you always create when you first wake up. That's when your brain is. You're right. That's when you get precious. But yes, uh, if you're tuning in now, uh, tune into the episode tomorrow when we, we formulate the Southern Rap Group. Um, Kayla will be back on here next week with his thoughts on give his thoughts on the eight that we chose. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I will say this, Larry did want you on, and I was like, I, I, was like, I didn't know, I didn't know, the day we did it, I didn't know if you did it. Well, just let me know ahead of time when the next conversation is going to be, and I will most yeah. definitely oh, oh, me, oh, put it on my calendar. I'm going to get you and Larry back on the, back on the show today. That's a bit, hey, if you want to do two today, if you want to do something later on, I'm down. Well, I got I got work. Get off the tent. I got you got work. work. Do it at work, bro. Let's do this. Shit. That's what I've been trying to tell you. Like, let's have different different backgrounds, different depth. You sit down and work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I probably we, we can do that. But like, we can do like a fifteen twenty. Yeah, we can do. I can add. You know, fifteen twenty. I can add it in somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, just ask some dope stuff. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tune in tomorrow. But I will see you. We will see you next time. Boom. Boom. Shopping bags, they weigh down her arms. Popping bags and collars, her charm.
Her frame goes beyond thick. She got you stunned, living it up off your pockets like a dame on the bond flick. She's not the one to give it up till you cut. Just because she's stacked right, she got your soul. Her every wish, she now obey. You should be on that act right, but she got control. She say jump, you scream. Okay, I'm reloaded. You shooting blanks, trying to front like. Got game, her crib is sugar coated like she looting banks. But it's your wallet, she done claim. When the limit of your plastic reaches the end, you start paying in real time. She'll be in it for the last bit of money to spend, and you'll be left with dimes while she's filling up. Shopping bags, they weigh down her arms. Popping tags and collars.